This is where you carried me. Of course, I'm the king of tired. I'm I am the king tired. of tired. That's, That's my thing. I said that. I'm more tired. Before we started anymore. recording, I said, I'm the king of tired. That is where I, I'll admit that's where I heard it from, but it sounded like a great description of what I am <laughs> right now. And so that's I'm the king I've, of tired. That's what I've brought into the... Uh, Tanner's going to be carrying this one today, folks. It's uh, it's a Tanner episode. I'm the um, I'm I hope the you young... like episodes where the episode is immediately <clears throat> dropped on the ground and splatters <laughs> and shatters into a million pieces. Because that's what's going to happen. Because I'm the king of tired today. I'm I'm the king of tired today because I've been working all day. And I'm also, I'm the young uh, upstart uh, prodigy who's never learned how to podcast. I just do it so naturally. And when you, when Tanner watches me podcast as a grizzled old uh, veteran who, who came up the old way, he's like, it it looks terrible. He does everything wrong, but like somehow it's so beautiful because he's just such a but natural. God damn talent. it! If, yeah, exactly. God damn it! If he doesn't impress me out there, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what it's like. And um, before we go any further, one of the boys in this book is called Miles. Do you want to um, change the name just for us? Just just starting right at the beginning. I mean, lots of people are named Miles, including your infant son, Tails. Yeah, no. From I know Sonic the Hedgehog is named Miles. I know who's named Miles. I'm just a asking. Chief O'Brien. I know the, who... the USS Enterprise is named Miles. Sorry, I thought I'd made this clear. Miles I... Morales is named Miles. I do know who is named Miles. I don't look at Chief O'Brien <laughs> when I'm watching Deep Space Nine, uh, and think to myself, "Oh, that's my son, Miles." Okay. I'm right. capable of compartmentalizing. I just know? thought it might be easier if we renamed him Bebop. Okay. And can we rename Crash Rocksteady? I think it's got to be uh, either Crash Override or Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, then can we just name Miles Tails? Because then it's just, a, then at least it's too, like, Who's Crash Bandicoot's furries. big enemy? Do- Dr. Cortex. Neocortex. Do you want to just call him Dr. Cortex? Can we just call him Miles? I feel like if we change the name of Miles Turner from this book, yeah, it may help me sort of like just you know create some distance, distance myself yeah. from distance. Sorry, not even distance myself. Distance my son from yeah, from the, the content horny of horny X-rated episode. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think it would then further confuse me that we're talking about Dr. Neocortex from the Crash Bandicoot games. But in a kind of a good way, huh? <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Tamson. 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 Jesus. Give America what it wants yeah. and write a Rewrite romance this. book with Crash Bandicoot and yeah. Dr. Neocortex. This is like, you know how um, Fifty Shades of Grey famously... Uh, started as it's Twilight like Twilight fanfic. fanfic, yeah. This book, uh, Seduction on the Slopes, Snow and Ice Games book two by Tamsin Parker, which is what we're talking about today, actually started as Crash Bandicoot and Dr. Cortex fanfic. 
Yeah. You can just tell. You can kind yeah. of tell. Yeah. One of the guys is named Crash. It was the one, it was, she did a good job with this one, but it was the one piece of laziness. She forgot to rename one of the guys. And we were <laughs> able to just immediately retrace all of her steps all yeah. the way back to the beginning. And it's Crash Bandicoot and uh, Dr. Cortex fanfic. And my goodness. <laughs> This one's I haven't I don't I didn't know they did we you know romance it's new to us you know we've only we've only read ten uh eleven romance novels it's the strange bedfellows hi I'm Jack yeah. hi I'm, I'm Tanner but um th- it always has something new to teach us it's Jamie it? tonight she she was like what book are you guys discussing oh yeah. seduction on the slopes uh is that your first gay romance. Oh no 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 no! You guys started with red, white, and royal blue, yeah. and I was like, yeah, that's true. But like, yeah, red, it's white, and different. royal blue is like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood compared to this book. <laughs> this book is so horny. This one is like Mister Rogers After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many sex scenes in this book. It's it's more fucking and more sucking than skiing for sure. Hmm. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. It's just nonstop. They just like don't. They start right like Tamsin is like, okay, fine. I'm gonna introduce the characters. One of them is called Crash Bandicoot. Anyway, they're fucking in the shower. <laughs> uh, 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 and the second one's called Doctor Neo Cortex. <laughs> anyway, back to the fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Should we should we describe the book? Let's say the book. Um, whose turn is it? Yours. Are you sure? I'm so yeah. tired. I'm the king of tired today. I've been working. You want me to do it? Seven this morning. I can do it. I don't mind. Just put a put to, uh, ninety seconds on a big bad clock, and I'll do it. Do you want me to do it? I can do it. No, I can do it. I'm the king of tired, but I can do it. I can do it. I'm the king of tired. But should we explain why we're it. tired? I, don't I told think it's you. Interesting. You told me, and I told you. And looking back on the conversation, it doesn't seem like interesting. It's not audio. interesting that every <laughs> smart light in my house turned on at one in the morning due to a power outage, and woke up me and my son and my wife. And my son thought it was yeah. the morning. And your thing is going back to sleep. That sucks when that happens. That sucks when that happens. That, that when um, Cyril was uh, Miles's age. Um, the, sorry, Miles, your boy, not Miles uh, um, Bandicoot from this book. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Miles Cortex from this book. He would sometimes do that, but not because like the lights had come on. He would just wake up at three and like not be screaming, just being like, Daddy, Daddy. And I would come into his room and he'd be like, What's for breakfast? And it would be like, <laughs> It's dude, I'll it's tell like you in four hours. Three in the morning. <laughs> uh, our new thing is we have a little light on Miles' uh, changing table that. Yeah. At six forty-five in the morning, turns green, okay, and that's green that's go. the yeah, and that's his signal that he's allowed to yell for us. Yeah, uh, but I think every light in the house turning on at one twenty in the morning really threw him off. Yeah. yeah, well, it would me too, and me off. And now I'm the king of tired. Yeah, we're both pretty tired. I'm going to describe the novel. I need you to put ninety seconds on this big bag. I'm tired because I've been working. You can be the that's prince. All. Do you want to be the prince of tired? Could I be the Dark Prince of Tired? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 90, 90 second seconds. timer. I'm looking at pictures of Dr. Neo This is going to be a tired one. It's going to be a cranky one. It's going to be a little cranky. It's going to be cranky because it's gonna these be cranky. couldn't stop cranking one oh another God. off. They couldn't. They j- I literally couldn't. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. In five, four, three, two. Okay. So Miles Palmer is one of the best skiers, and we do not say Olympics. Please, it's the it's snow the, and ice games. Yeah, S I 
S- we don't want to get sued. And uh, uh, S-I-A. Crash Bandicoot is the new guy, and Miles has been doing it for years. He's in his 30s. And uh, Crash Bandicoot is like – he's like the new upstart. He just learned to ski. He's like – comes from a, um, like a trailer park, and he doesn't He's know. ropey. He's, and anyway – but there's a problem. He like can't. He like never shows up to press conferences, and the coach is like, "We're gonna have to kick him off the team." And Dead. so Miles is like, "I'm gonna get to the bottom of why um, he can't come to press conferences." And uh, Crash Bandicoot is like, um, "Well, I'll tell you why. It's because I get super vomity nervous because I'm worried people are gonna ask me about my um, sad past, which is that my parents didn't love me." And he's like, "And Miles is like, okay, well, can we do to calm you down?" He's like, "Well, only two things that calm me down: smoking pot. That's against the rules because of um, stupid um, drug laws, and um, uh, fucking." Yeah. And Miles is like, pretty quickly, like. Well, why don't I just jerk you off before the press conferences? We're both yeah, gay, yeah, yeah. man. Miles says, um, I, I am a confident gay man. Yeah. Ten seconds left. And um, and so he does, and then they fucking suck throughout this entire uh, book. And then at the end of the book, they do a big race. And it's kind of sad because uh, Miles doesn't want to lose because he's old. But um, he does win one of the races, and then Crash Bandicoot wins the other race. And then they live happily ever after in a, a mansion. I gave you some grace there. Yeah. Because you were to kept uh, kept talking to me. It's a new thing you do. You talk to me. During it's the, new for the new show. I talk. Well, to you we never agreed on it. Recaps. You're not supposed to. <laughs> we don't agree on a lot of things. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, did I, what did I miss? There's a nothing. Lo- it's literally honestly, nothing because this just, book is is it's so much fucking two hundred pages of these yeah. two in a small room <laughs> fucking and sucking. Yeah, every they're like way. in their dorm. Every which way. It's fucking like, and sucking. I'm it takes to... until chapter 18. <laughs> before there's any ski. Before there's a ski race. <laughs> I had forgotten. I was like, wait, is this a metaphor? Oh, no, they're <laughs> actually doing a ski race. <laughs> I don't, and, and keep in mind, uh, what are we calling them now? Crash Bandicoot and um, Mr. No, Cortex. the listeners. Are we calling them Crash Bandicoots? No, I think it's um, bed pots and uh, sex bugs. They don't. Li- I'm right. sure they don't like that. But. Keep in mind, bed pots and sex bugs. <laughs> it was a good book. I liked it. It was fun to read. It was I fun. It was tore fun. through it, and yeah. I had to actually read it with my human eyes, like some kind of whoa. Like, what did I say the other night? The other day when we were recording, like oh, a Morlock. A Morlock. <laughs> yeah, that's how. from the time machine. That's how I do it. You, Tanner normally puts these in his ear holes. He sticks these books right into his ear holes. Yeah. But this time you had to you had to siphon them up through wasn't your fucking on face holes, didn't you? The, the so two little holes right in the top of your face. Jam them right in my whole face holes. Yeah. Like um, that's how I Morlock. always do it. That's how I always do it, like a Morlock. Um, but I still loved it. It was it was such a it blast. I I just tore through it. Um, it, it was fun. so horny. It, it was different from all the romances we've read so far because first of all, there's normally just three sex scenes in a yeah. romance, and this one it's all sex. And yeah, there's three uh, non-sex scenes. There's also like I think I would think literally every romance we've read up until now, the premise of their meet cute is that they don't like each other, like they yeah. don't get along. But this, and also, like, Doctor Neo Cortex Miles yeah. is the elder statesman on the team. Yeah, and he sort of takes on a mentor role. Yeah. for Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, and they don't like. There's a little bit of tension because like 
Crash Bandicoot's kind of like a pot smoking, like chill dude, and uh, Doctor Neo Cortex is like kind of uptight and high strung and an older gentleman. But there's not like they don't hate each other. They actually immediately quite like each other. And in fact, Crash Bandicoot um, really looks up to. Uh, yeah, there's Dr. a lot Cortex. of there's a lot of respect because there's a lot of respect. Yeah. Miles Turner is the world's greatest skier. But of course, yeah. he's 31. He's past his prime. It's time to just be like put out to pasture. So he's losing his edge. Yeah. And Crash Delaney yeah. is the young, raw talent upstart who's, yeah. who's ground ground his way up from the he bottom. He has to wear of, soccer shin guards instead of the normal ski in a, in a guards. Football because helmet. He's just doesn't he doesn't have any equipment or anything. Well, he does um, now. He does now. Do you want to um, do a quick name generator with me before we get any further in this? I was thinking that maybe we could both um, figure out what is your... Sexy Maverick skier name. Okay. This guy's called Tan- Crash. Hey, here's mine. Tanner, Tanner. Green Ring. That's pretty good. That sounds more like a Miles type one. Yeah. I've um I've never skied in my life. Tanner Greenring and Miles Delaney are definitely much of a muchness. This guy could have been Miles could have been called Tanner, don't you think? Yeah. But Crash Crash was born Crash during a, a thunderstorm. Oh, okay. Um, the angel opens okay, her please do not eyes. please do not sing lightning crashes. Um and his parents are hippies. Pale blue colors. Please do not sing lightning crashes. But um uh I haven't quite figured this out cuz I'm the um dark prince of tired today. Yeah. Um, you need you need the king of tired to come in and it help. It occurs to me there are two different directions we could go. One is we could find a, a verb sounding name that's like crash, or the other is we could try to say um, the thing that was happening when we were born. But that might be harder. I know that Tottenham Hotspur was playing when I was born, so Hotspur is pretty good. <laughs> I've lost him, unfortunately. Sad. One sec. It, one sec. Sorry. It sorry, looks sorry. to me like the Zoom has just frozen. But what's one second. One second. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. That he's decided to Google something. I hope it's helpful. I hope it's helpful for the podcast. Yeah, I think it will be. I think it'll be yeah. good. This yeah, is me. Great. I just t- texted you. This is me. Today you texted a picture of yourself. That's always helpful. It's great because if the um, the audio nature of the um, medium. So you've texted me a picture of King Theoden. From um, it looks like uh, Grimo Wormdung has been uh, whispering into his ear a little bit too long. He looks very suspicious. He looks he very looks tired. Angry. Yeah, doesn't he? Uh, oh, and that's th- me okay. today. I'm so that was. Tired. I'm, I'm thinking back to to when did I si- well, reference the, back. the King of Tired? Let's last. hop in the let's hop and, in the and uh, warp pipe. Then you looked up a picture of King Theoden to send to me. So it makes me worry because I've said a lot of things since then. I think we did a whole name generator. Were we doing a name generator? Yeah, we were in the middle. All right, my name is King Theoden. My name is (laughs) my name is uh, Zap Theoden. (laughs) My name. So you're going with the um, cool first name that sounds like a verb. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with cool first name that that was what was happening when I was born. Okay, I'll do that too. Do you know this story about me? I've told it on the podcast. Do you want to hear it again real quick? No, tell me. When I was born, I was born by a cesarean, like all the great Roman emperors. 
Yes. And so my dad was um, just sitting. Is know, that true? Was, they had c- cesarean. C-section back in the Roman days? What do you think C stands for? I don't know. Cut cesarean, open. like Caesar. Uh, didn't that... I don't want to talk about it. Didn't that kill a lot of... Probably, yes. Roman I don't women? want to talk about it. I've okay. got him t- telling you a story. I was born by Caesarian. My dad, I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before. My dad was, um, so, you know, it was the seven. it was the late 70s. So my dad was just like sitting in his bell bottoms in the waiting room watching um, the uh, football game. Uh, Hotspurs. Tottenham Hotspurs. Tottenham Hotspurs. Leicester, let's say. They're playing. <laughs> Leicester. Nottingham Forest. That's from Robin Hood? Yeah. And um, the doctor came in, like, after I was born, and he go, r- goes to my dad, and he goes, your little footballer is born. Yeah. And my dad thought, he said, what's the football score? So he said, uh, Tottenham 2, Nottingham 1. <laughs> <laughs> and he the, thought that was your name and that's on your birth certificate now the doctor the doctor was just like this is the most callous man <laughs> I've ever met I just told him his fucking only child was born and um, he told me the fucking football score so uh, Hotspur Hotspur is pretty cool Worm Tongue Hot, Hotspur Worm Tongue yeah that's good um, and that's yeah that's our sexy maverick scheme wait names. I haven't done mine yet you did yours. You said no, it was No, I Zap- want to take a good Zap- run at it. Theoden. <laughs> I want to take a run at okay, it. Okay, fine. I sent you a, a screenshot of a headline. Can you read it to me? Jesus Christ, man. Okay, so you sent me a screenshot of a... I'm sorry we're both so tired today. I'm the prince, the dark prince, princeling of tired. Yeah. You sent me a um, screenshot, and it says January 24th, 1984. It's a headline. January twenty fourth, nineteen eighty four, birth of the cool. That's me. Computer, that is. Oh, ignore okay. that part. Okay. Uh, January twenty fourth, nineteen eighty four, was the first Mac computer was brought uh, into this world. Brought Ooh. into this world, and so Mac was I. So cool my name is name. Macintosh Theoden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we're both sexy skiers. And we're both sexy skiers, yeah. We've, we fuck more than we ski, but goddamn do we ski pretty good. I use those little skis. You know those little tiny skis that are ju- like just longer than your foot? Yeah, 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 for baby. That's what I use. Yeah, that's cool. And I shred the slopes, and I do like sick jumps. And I do something called Super G, and I don't know what that means, but they kept they talking about They talk about, about that. Um, I kept expecting, uh, just because I'm so used to I don't think I've ever read a snow-based novel um, without fairly early in the snow-based novel, they like dig too deep and awaken something in the snow. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I kept waiting for that to happen, but the only thing that got awakened was boners in this one. Lots of boners got awakened in this one, yep. Yeah, they woke up a lot of boners in the snow in this one. Crash Bandicoot has pre-race jitters. Yeah. He needs to be jerked off in order to uh, get it, get let me back and up he can't he do it always himself. throws he says up they don't he's got to get something out of him he has to get some fluid he has out to of expel his body a fluid. Yeah. one way or the other he doesn't really care what orifice it comes out of no. but it's got to be out or he can't do an interview and it's mm-hmm. super relatable that is relatable um, yeah you got to get something bad at out. press when i'm bad at press too i um before i used to wrestle i would have to get something out of some something out of me yeah, did a primal scream ever do the trick? Or um, I would usually just feel either vomity or, or um, uh, diarrhea. Jizzy. 
Yeah. Oh, no, okay. not never that one. <laughs> but I got very nervous before wrestling matches. Because you were worried about doing the press? No, I was worried about wrestling. They would be like, uh, excuse me, Hotspur. We heard that you had to steal your <laughs> wrestling equipment. <laughs> Weirdly, it wasn't the press I was worried about. It's It was the, the thought of fighting another man. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the whole point? Yeah, but it's so scary. <laughs> I thought that would be the draw. I was pretty good at it, but it made me vomit pretty much um, every time. When's the last time you wrestled a man? The last time, memorably, that I wrestled a man was in uh, probably about 2008. Officially, sorry. 2007. Oh, like with a referee? Yeah. 1997. Okay, because I I was pretty good at trombone, first chair, all throughout high school. yeah. Yeah, and how many times have I mentioned being first chair trombone on the show? I don't know. I None. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I feel like I, I have like, uh, accurate career highlights of Jack. You don't Shepherd, know shit, man. If you, I could do a Roman whole fucking spot. It wasn't literally wasn't. It was folk style. What are we talking about? You've completely thrown me off course. Yeah, I'm the king of tired, man. What do you want from me? Um. I'm he a maniac. Vomits. He needs to get something out of him uh, before he can do press. He's yes. fine to ski. Skiing doesn't stress him out at all. But he can't talk to the media unless something comes out of his body. Uh, up until this point, it has been barf. And now that he has yeah. a sexy roommate who he's always looked up to and also yeah. found sexually he's attractive. He's got corded. His muscles are corded. I don't know what that means. I don't have that. But it's like It's like cords. It's like corduroy pants. It's very sexy. Your muscles are sort of like covered in corduroy, like stripped. Yeah, and like he, stripes. <laughs> there's there like the first like three or four times that they have relations. It's very like, I mean, it's sexy, but it's kind of clinical. Like Miles, yeah, is, like, it's it's exasperated. It's all yeah, he's like, come on, look, this is the uh, these <laughs> this is we've exhausted all the other options. I asked you if you like meditation, you said no. Uh, we can't smoke pot. There's absolutely nothing we could possibly do other than uh, I will clinically jerk you off in the shower. And they awaken something in the snow, don't they? Would you like to? Um, would you like for me to read a passage? Yeah, please. Miles looks at me from across the table his sporty and probably expensive zip-up sweater clinging to him in kind of a ridiculously hot way and with a crease between his brows. I was supposed to meet you at 8. I'm here at 8. Why is that remarkable? This guy has got a ski pole wedged so far up his ass, I'm surprised I can't see it when he opens his mouth. I think what we're describing here is a um, skinobite. Skinobite, yes. (laughs) So here's what happened. An art collector buys the Lament configuration, yeah. which has taken on this pillar shape. Yeah. He solves the it, Hellraiser unlocks universe. all of the Cenobites. It's hell on earth. This is Hellraiser 3. Yeah. Everyone who is in the vicinity of the Lament configuration is warped into a Cenobite that matches their what is What it is they did earth. in life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy who's a cameraman. He gets a camera embedded in his head. There's a guy who's listening to CDs. He becomes yeah, CD becomes head. CD head. Yeah. And then everybody th- and knows Miles, do- aka Doctor Neo Cortex. Yeah. Gets uh, a ski pole. Gets a ski pole up his butt all the way, and it comes out his mouth. Wow, that's scary. That's a scary. That's ski-no-bite. a scary. And I call it a skino bite. Skino bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that's good. 
There's another reference to the Hellraiser universe. Can I read it to you? Is there? Yeah, please. I get out of bed to hit the head, and when I finish up washing my hands, there's a knock. Just a sec. But when I open the door, it's Miles standing. Sorry, it's Doctor Neo Cortex standing there in those pajama pants that show off his sick hip cuts and no goddamn shirt. What's a hip cut? Well, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Yeah, hip cut doesn't sound familiar. And we rebranded it as Pinheads. Yeah, didn't we? It's Pinhead. Tamson. Tamson. I can't blame you because hip cuts a good. It's a good first take. Hip cuts fine. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great place to start a brainstorming. But let's sesh. workshop it a little bit. We know? workshop it, and pinheads is the answer because it's the head. Legs are called pins, and the heads yeah. of your legs is the head of the pin. And why not call it pinheads? And we do. That's what we do. I like hip cuts, and yeah. I think there's a lot to like in hip cuts. But yeah. here's what it's lacking. Tamsin. What's it lacking, Tamson? Reference to Cenobites. Yeah, there's no reference to Cenobites, and you did such a good job with what the are we Cenobites. Doing? Stuff why? Why bother then? Well, so this brings me to um, a segment that you coined. Yeah. That I, that, that, which is where we came up with Pinheads. Right. And I think it's called... Jack and Tanner. Jack and Tanner. Just wanted to circle back on that Q3 forecast and try and land the plane from the KPI standpoint. Branding consult. I'm going forward. I think it's clear from a macro standpoint. You gotta get granular and just hammer things out, you know? Branding consultants. Right. Yes, that's and us. W- we're gonna help you uh, come up with better words for stuff on the body. I'm, uh, Tamson. You and I are literally branding consultants. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, sure. We've done branding consulting. I one time sure. uh, helped a major toothpaste company. Oh, yeah name a new toothpaste they were coming up with and yeah. they were and so then... disappointed in the names we came up with that they <laughs> ended the relationship fired us yeah they pay, they paid if my memory is correct they were so disappointed in the names of the toothpaste that you came up with that they paid the major media company we were working for some hundreds of thousands of dollars to stop to not, working to no longer hear the names I was coming up with <laughs> I thought some of them pretty good tooth shit <laughs> <laughs> you picked that up in the store, right? Yeah, je- uh, Zoomers don't say toothpaste anymore. No, it's tooth shit. It's tooth shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we we're we're branding consultants. Yeah, we know what we're, what we're talking about here. Yeah, we definitely know. Ch- chopper goop, chopper goop, chomper, chomper goop, chomper goop. Well, chomper I think, goop. I think Gwyneth. Will probably come after us. You think that'll yeah. be that's a bonus. So there are a couple times I think that um, Tamson wants us wants our help as branding consultants. Okay, here's a first. I swear to you, it sounds like I'm just randomly choosing from sex scenes in this book. But you throw a dart at this book, and they're fucking in the shower. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it. No, it's good. It's good. We're we're not complaining. Yeah, yeah. we're not complaining. <laughs> Miles strokes a hand down the side of my ribs, almost all the way down to my ass. It's like he's his playing fingers, the washboards. Like he's playing the washboards. His fingers are in that weird zone where it's hard to tell what exactly to call it, but it feels good. What the, what to call the fingers? No, I think it's the it's it's almost all the way down to his ass. 
What are we naming? We're naming that weird zone where it's hard to tell what exactly to call it, but it feels good. And it's that, all the way down by your ass. He strokes a hand down down the side of his ribs. So it's on the side. So it's, it's upper side butt, but obviously that's upper, bad brain. I think it's upper side butt. Yeah. Right. And we're going to have to come up with something what about, a spicier than Let me throw si- something at butt. you just yep. off the bat here. Yep. Pinhead toppers. Pinhead toppers. <laughs> that's just pinhead to get the ball rolling. Pinhead toppers. Pinhead's already the head, though. Yeah. It's like a pinhead hat. So it's like a hat. Yeah. I don't think pinhead can wear a hat. Pinhead helmet? See we got to move away from Pinhead. Okay, you want to you want to steer get out of the Hellraiser universe. Not necessarily. Entirely. Not necessarily. I didn't yeah. say that. There's another <laughs> Cenobite called Butterball. Okay, but why don't we just call them Butterballs? Butterballs is actually pretty good. <laughs> okay, you want? Let me try it and see how it sounds to you. Yeah. Miles strokes a hand down the side of my ribs, almost all the way down to my ass. His fingers are in my Butterballs. And it feels good. It makes it sound like balls, though. Yeah. Right? I read that, and I'm, I'm like, oh, he's touching his balls. Um, I guess we can look up other Cenobites, right? That's probably a good place to I start. I think we might want to try to move List away from the of Cenobites. Universe. What do you mean? I mean, you can do that. It works so well. Our hit rate on that is 100%. <laughs> yeah, so far it is. Yeah, I thought Butterballs was something. I, I don't think CD Head's going to work. Cattle Skull? No, see, because because this stuff is scary. Well, we want it to be sexy, right? Um, so you're you're challenging me to find a sexy Cenobite name. I guess I was. I didn't realize it as I said it. Because um, I've got one more for you. So we gotta we gotta close the the book on this pretty. Laughing quick. boy, those are my laughing boys. Mm. The Cenobite names are largely pretty scary. It's a butt. It's a butt. It's a part of the butt. It's on the it's side. It's the upper butt on the side. It's almost like it's whispering in the butt's ears, you know? Butt's ears manipulating, is good. Manipulating the butt. I think the butt's ears is pretty good. The butt's ass ears. ears ass, what's, uh, what's another word for ears? Weirdly, not a lot of slang for ears. Uh, lug? Lug is the no. only thing that I can no. find in this thesaurus. Handle is so ass handles. I think is pretty good. Ass handles. Ass handles. Can we call them worm tongues? I don't think worm tongue isn't quite right. Uh, ass ears. Wait, what did you say? Ass handles or ass lugs. Ass lugs is not bad. Hey, grab me by the ass lugs and let's try handles. That's not bad. Miles strokes a hand down the side of my ribs, almost all the way to my ass. His fingers are in my ass handles, and it feels good. Ass handles. It's. I think it's probably about as good as we're going to get. Okay. Here's one more where Tamsin's clearly asking for our help. Oh, okay. And then we're going to take a quick break. I snort okay. a laugh into that comfortable space between his neck and shoulder. Okay. <sighs> neck and shoulder. It's a comfortable space between the neck and shoulder. It's like here. It's a divot, isn't it? Yeah. It's a crevice. It's a Grand it's like Canyon. A it's a torso. It's the end of your torso, but it's also the bottom of your head. It's your head's butt, isn't it? It's head. It's a head butt. It's your no. Head's that's a butt. word. Shit. What about an, it, your head's butt? I snort a laugh. I think head butt head's is already butt. a word, though. What about let's find let's obscure butt. Let's say like head tush. Okay, I snort a laugh into his head tush. Right or neck tush. 
No, neck tush is not that. The neck is the head tush. Oh, right. Well, and it, and you just have a left and right. I snort a laugh. I, you, you'll have to specify, but I snort a laugh into his left head tush. I feel like if I read that, I would understand what it means. Yeah. Okay. You know? All right, Tamsin, uh, you can hire us. My rates are uh, a little lower than Tanner's, but I'm, I do a better job. Right. Jack's never been fired by a major toothpaste company for doing <laughs> such a poor job of naming something. So you're, that's what you're paying for. Chomping good. Expertise. That's what I would have suggested. Um, yeah. We're going to take a quick break, uh, um, and we'll be back after the, this quick break. I think we maybe literally pitched tooth slime at one point. <laughs> Jack. Oh, okay. Yeah. I am beat. Don't try to out-tired me. It's oh. not fun for anyone. You're trying to I out-do me. I am I was the first one to say, I'm super tired. And you're like, no, I'm the king of tired. That's why you said I'm the king of tired, because it was like trying to one-up me when I brought it up, which I don't normally. I'm so tired right now. At dinner time tonight, Please. Uh, we eat dinner with Miles every night now at 6 p.m. Okay. And... At some point, Jamie was like, I was zoning, and Jamie was like, oh, you look you look tired. Okay. Uh, okay. I said, he gave me an exp- a smug expression. <laughs> I was like, validated by your own wife. And I said, oh, yeah, I've totally crashed. And Miles was like, you crashed the car? That's crazy, because this book's about crashing Miles. No, he thought I had crashed another car, because he knows uh, that I crashed our car. Because you do constantly crash cars, well, like I Lightning, crashed Lightning McQueen. Car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crashed a car. They were reading a book. Here's what happened in the novel. They um they dug too deep in the snow and they woke something, didn't they, that they didn't expect, and it was boners, wasn't it? Yeah, it was primal urges. It was boners, just endlessly boners. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I, I um The other book that we read in our, As Strange Bedfellows that was about two gay men, well, it was a, a gay man and a bisexual man. Yeah. Um, They were both closeted. They were right. It right, was right, fun. Yes. It was fun that like, a fun thing that I liked about this particular novel is that there was just like they didn't they didn't do have that as a device at all. No, it wasn't. It wasn't an issue that they were gay. No one's worried about. They don't have to keep their relationship secret. Anything. It's just the like the issue was that they are uh, a mentor like twelve years apart in age. Yeah, but it's a. It's a happy story. It starts as something very clinical. They're just jerking one another off in the shower just to like get by. Just but to get by the, the end of the book, yeah. they've decided that they're going to move in with one another and be lovers and, and partners. They've developed feelings. Do you want to? Can I ask you about barnacle theory? Barnacle theory. I'm not familiar with this one. Do you know what a barnacle is? Yeah, it's like a it's an organism that attaches itself to the bottom of ships often, and uh, can be quite scratchy. But it's like a little bug in a shell. Jim and I, Jim, my friend Jim from Mallory hates boys, and Jim. and I had an agreement in high school that if he had a son, okay, he would Which, name it Barnacle. He, I know that he Barnacle has a Bab, son, and I don't think that the son's name is Barnacle. No. He reneged on the deal. Okay. Did he say, I changed the deal, pray that I don't alter it any further? No. (laughs) That would have been cool. That would have been cool. He just, he didn't address it. Yeah. When he had his son. And I think I was meant to name my son Flinger Dinger. (laughs) Why? 
Flinger Dinger Ringerud at the time. <laughs> that would have been cool. Um, but we that never neither of those things happened. Yeah. But um, the characters in this book are both barnacles. Okay, elaborate on that for me. Okay, it's a bug in a shell. That's what I know from my science. Uh, a barnacle is a type of arthropod constituting the subclass Cirripedia in the subphylum Crustacea. Okay, bug in a shell, and is hence related to crabs and lobsters. Literally, bug in a shell. I said it so much faster. This is why you can't trust the science. Well, you said elaborate on it, and I did. I read okay. the Wikipedia page. Okay. But I no, sorry. What I meant was elaborate on how that relates to this novel in any meaningful way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. What would that be like to be 31 years old and still live with your parents because it made all of you happy and in the same house you've lived in basically your whole life? No wonder Miles is so constant. He grew up on a rock with barnacles oh, okay. for parents. I don't mean that in an okay. insulting way either. No, it wouldn't be if you're barnacles. No. At all. So Miles, at least, Dr. Neocortex. Yeah. Has barnacles for parents. Has barnacles for parents, and what would that imply? That they're all barnacles? That he is also a barnacle. But let me throw something at you. Yeah. You wouldn't say he grew up in a house with humans for parents of a fellow human. I think if you don't say that it leaves a lot of <laughs> okay you would wiggle say room okay. yeah so it's I all think barnacles being precise with my language but then let me read this part yeah so we assume that miles yeah turner the the older skier neocortex is a barnacle now we yeah. can take that as as red right yeah that's red okay his tone tells me it's time to go so i close my eyes take a breath and push for all i'm worth then I tell my conscious mind to take a back seat and let my body and the beast take over. Okay. The lethal predator that wants this really badly, who has lightning reflexes and killer instinct. And that's Crash describing himself yeah. in the lead up to a big race. This is actually about skiing, which is a rare <laughs> a rare moment in this book where it's not Right, right, right. Yeah. It's not about fucking in the shower. And the words he's used there, yeah, I don't know a lot about barnacles. I, I mean, I've told you I know everything they belong I know. to the subclass Cirripedia, and they're in the subphylum Crustacea. They're obviously, bugs and shells that live on the bottoms of boats. And would you sharp. describe it as a beast, a lethal predator with lightning reflexes no. and a killer instinct? No, opposite of that. Okay, so that throws barnacle theory completely into the wind. It, right now, I don't know what we're dealing with. I mean, because I thought, oh, Miles is a barnacle. Crash must be a barnacle, and then he described himself this way, and I was like, okay, well, I guess that's what, what eats barnacles. barnacles? Are. Can you look it up? What eats barnacles? Yeah, can you Google it? Or, and if we have any barnacle scientists <laughs> listen to the show, this is your big fucking shining moment. Welks. So it's Welk. He's so, um, which is a snail. So Crash Bandicoot is a Welk, and what's the other guy called? Neocortex. I'm the Neocortex. Um, dark. Princeling of tired. The other guy's um a the king barnacle. Of tired, me, King Theoden. It's so fun. It's so rich. And and so those descriptors apply to seals, sea snails in your mind. If you're a barnacle, wouldn't you see a sea snail that eats you as, as a being like predator. a fierce predator beast? That's Lady scary reflexes. as shit to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would describe a conch that way, and a conch and a, and a whelk are very similar, pretty closely related. Okay. So I don't know that much about whelks. Um, yeah. But I know a lot about conches. Okay. And well, yeah, I would describe conch that way. Okay, great. Well, it sounds like we don't need any barnacle scientists to help us with this one. We've worked our way through it. I'm looking at pictures of whelks. They're pretty nasty. Okay. They're just sort of gross worms that live inside of shells. That's what I've been talking about. It's shell bugs and shell worms. That's and that's British what the people sea eat is. these whelks. I don't I don't know. They do. Okay. And how does that make you feel? Defend that. Answer <laughs> for that. <laughs> I can. I wouldn't. I think it's bad. Don't stop it. Save the whelks. Okay. Um should we um I don't even know Take what another to... break? No. Jesus. I was thinking All right. We could try to take one of the legion sex scenes in this novel and tone yes. it down about it five notches bit. clean it up it's gonna be hard they're so horny they're so horny it's a segment we like to call two prude dudes yeah. and what we do is um you know a lot of people listen to this podcast around the dinner table so we like to take a sex scene and clean they it listen up. to it at church they listen to it at church a lot of people a lot of ministers a lot of lazy ministers will put this on as we'll just as put this gospel. on instead of their sermon right at church, and they hope that in, nobody in notices. Sunday school. Yeah, they'll play it in Sunday school. But we want them to to fully understand everything that happens in this book. And this book is mostly fucking and sucking. Let's be yeah. honest here, folks. Yeah. So we're going to try to take one of those scenes. We're going to turn it um, PG. PG-13, okay. if, if PG you want 13, a nipple. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. We can put one. If we do PG-13, we can get a nipple in there if we need it. We may not need it. So maybe Halle PG. Berry's nipple might be in there. Yeah, we'll put Halle Berry's nipple in there. Um, so that's it. We're gonna clean this up. Um, uh, let's get going. I've selected one. I, just, I feel like I should clarify. Operation Swordfish was a film that came out in maybe two thousand two yeah. or two thousand three, and it was PG thirteen. It was PG thirteen, and okay. it was Hugh Jackman and Halle Berry. And the reason it was PG thirteen is because at one point Hugh Jackman walks up to Halle Berry at the side of a pool, and she lowers the book she's reading and it's just her nipples okay and it's like well there's like, there's well, that's PG-13. what's allowed <laughs> yeah they're like we've got to get this up they're like hallie <laughs> hallie i know we already did the whole movie <laughs> yeah but we've got we, we the ratings came back and it's pg and no one's gonna take us seriously yeah um we're gonna do, we're gonna battleize this motherfucker. You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's get started. It comes out pretty hot and heavy, so I need you to be like be ready to fucking go. go. Guns be blazing. On, be on guard, head on a swivel. You ready to fix this shit? Okay? I'm gonna yep. come at you. Here we go. Karate chopping boners out of the air as they Let's get started. Here goes. Miles. Palmer should we say um Neocortex? Do you want to Dr. Just- Neocortex? Doctor Neocortex. Why? Why obscure it? We know yeah. it's Crash yeah. Bandicoot. We know what's fanfic. happening. We're gonna we're gonna bring that aspect back while we turn down all the dials on the sexiness. Right. Okay. Deep breath. <sighs> Doctor Neocortex has a finger up my ass. He's a doctor. <laughs> right. I still think it's not okay. Too okay. Uh, Doctor Neocortex has. So here's the confusing. Here's the tricky part. Is, what does Doctor Neocortex do? How up are you on your Crash Bandicoot mythology? None. Not great. 
I, I mean, I've played Crash Bandicoot. Do you want to pull up a when I wiki was or something? 13. Uh, I already have the Cenobite wiki open. You want me to open another That's what I'm wiki? asking. Yeah, I mean, maybe we can combine them. Open it in a new tab in case we need to, to tab back to put some help. Okay, I'm on the Bandipedia. Okay, perfect. What is uh, And I'm on Neocortex's page. What do you think Neocortex does with his fingers? Well, if this sprite of him on his page is any indication, he uses his fingers yeah. to shoot an Evolvo ray. Okay, that's perfect. Miles Palmer. Apparently that's from the manga, and apparently Crash Bandicoot has a manga. Okay. Doctor, t- please don't get distracted here. We're making our own story. We're building our own road here as we go. If you read the history of this now, as I can see that you're doing, it's going to uh, uh, elongate this segment beyond any reasonable person's willingness to listen to our podcast. I, I've been stalling so you could read it. I could tell you're still reading it. I desperately need you to come back to me. Come back home. Look at this part. Come Neo back. Cortex gets attacked by bees. Come back home to me, please. I'm begging you. Yeah, I'm here. Dr. Neo Cortex has his finger on the Evolvo Ray. Yes. Yes. Okay. W- well, part of one anyway. And I want there to be more. Way more. I want to beg him to take the cock. I think, that's the, stri- I think that's the point of the Evolvo Ray. Okay. <laughs> to... To, to give more, to turn ordinary animals into super sapient beings. I've run up... Okay, so instead of the next passage, which is hornier than anything I've ever read in my life, I'm just going to say I want to beg him to use the Evolvo Ray that I've seen straining up against his pants. Yeah. And turn animals into turn beings. Turn a, a kangaroo into ripperoo. Yeah. And turn a kangaroo into Ripperoo. That's perfect. Yeah. It's been a while since I've bottomed. I think what he means... So there was a Crash Bandicoot kart racer called Crash Team Racing. Okay, it's... And I think what he means is bottoming out in the go-kart. It's been a while since I've had an accident in my Crash Team Racing Crash Bandicoot go-kart. Go-kart, yeah. But I'd be happy to again. Okay. But I'm not going to beg, not even going to ask. That seems fine, because he made it clear he wasn't going to come. Uh, he wasn't come going where? to join me um, on, in the race. They're enemies. Okay, right. Which seemed crazy to me, but whatever. He smiles down at me, that cocky spread of a grin as he works slowly. We should probably sanitize that. Cocky feels a little... Yeah. Evil? Penisy? No, that's worse. At least in its clinical. No, that's worse. Is Dr. Neocortex evil? Yeah. So let's say evil. He smiles down at me, that evil spread of a grin, as he works slowly inside of me. Adding more lube and being so careful, I kind of want to yell at him to get on with it. That's none of that I think is okay. Inside of me is bad. I think what we can say is, as he works to evolve me. But isn't Bandicoot already evolved? Maybe not. No, I think so. I think... Yeah, so Crash Bandicoot has been zapped by the Evolvo Ray, and that's why he's super sentient. Okay. So as he works slowly to evolve a kangaroo... I can't believe it took the Bandipedia to finally give us the language we've been searching for for what feels like years now. Yeah. Which is, we understand that 
animals are sentient. Yeah, we But they that. don't have human-like intelligence. Right. And it turns out that there is a word for that, and ban- the Bandypedia has dislodged it for us. What is this great work of philosophy? Super sapient. Super sapient. The Volvo Ray yeah. turns animals into super sapient beings. Okay. He smiles down at me, that evil spread of the grin, as he works slowly outside of me. Right, turning me into a super sapient being. Adding more Evolvo. Adding more human-like intelligence. Adding more human-like intelligence. And being so careful, I kind of want to yell at him to get on with it. Okay. But I know Dr. Neo Cortex. No fucking way he would do that. Let's just say uh, no... Ding dang, yeah. way he would do that. Freaking way. No ding dang. We could say dashed. That's very birdie Worcester. No dashed way he would do that. Yeah, I like that. So I grip my teeth and try to cooperate with his glacial pace. Without it says here blowing my wad. Does um, Crash Bandicoot have a weapon? Sometimes. No. Shooting my, well, uh, he's got. He doesn't have a web. He does a spin attack. Without using my spin attack, that's fine. And he's got um. The little tiki mask. Let's just say spin attack. I think his name is Wumpa Wumpa. Let's stick with the spin attack. Okay. Without using my spin attack because it feels Aku Aku. Thank you for clarifying. That's the the mask. Because it feels so goddamn good. It'll feel better. It will. I know it will. That seems fine. Once he's got the one... Look um, at this. I I might need... Hachi hachi Machi. For you to get off the wiki. Check that link. Is that possible i can't have you doing this check the link what link haji machi am i right i don't know what you're talking about i sent you a link click on it hasn't arrived yet shall i skip ahead get (laughs) click on the link i haven't received it oh it's it's made it to you that's crash bandicoot's girlfriend okay her name is tauna a hachi machi. Hachi machi. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm going to need your help with this, Tim. Sorry, I can't yes. do this alone. Let's skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, please. Once he's got one finger all the way in, he. Once he's got his Evolvo Ray uh, firing on all cylinders, he wiggles it back and forth, um, pushes it into me before retreating. Uh, in the back of my neck. Uh, what do we call those now? Um, the um, my uh, my head tushy. My left head tushy. Yeah, left head tushy. Is going to be red for how hard I'm digging my fingernails into the skin there. That seems fine. Finally, he decides I can handle another one. And luckily for me, he isn't quite as cautious this time around. When he brushes my prostate. Hmm. I don't think you do that with an Evolvo ray, right? I don't know enough about the technology, but no, I would assume you don't. Crash Bandicoot has a little tuft of hair on the top of his head, doesn't he? Yeah, most people do. Most (laughs) super sapien people do. Okay, well, he brushes my Bandicoot tuft. It's all I can do not to let out a yell. Ah! As it is, it's maybe more of a bark, and that is what Bandicoots do. Yeah. Because I'm trying to keep it inside. Is a Bandicoot a real animal? Yes. But please don't Google this. Too late. Oh, it doesn't look anything like Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> it's like a it's like a shrew. Yeah, but that's before it's evolved to be super sentient. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Why am I? I'm going to start looking back at you again. I've got this. I've just been staring at a very sensuous photo of Tana Bandicoot Crash's girlfriend. <laughs> she is. She she is sexy. She's. Yeah. She, she, she lets it. out a bark. I managed to open my eyes in the way ne- Dr. Neal. That's what a Bandicoot looks like. What? Look at your text message. Please stop texting me pictures. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> it looks like, like a, a mouse. little rat. Yeah. I managed to open my eyes in the way Dr. Neocortex is looking at me. His dark eyes focused on where his fingers, his uh, Evolva Ray is shooting me. The yes. last couple of times we did this, sure, his Evolva Ray got, got hard. What does that even mean? Got uh, charged Hard to up. use. I think it gets hot. But got hard to use, but he didn't look like he wanted to. This time, though, he looks like he wants me. He blinks, and then his gaze is trained on my face instead of my ass. That seems fine. Yeah. They're they're self-bottlerizing. Yeah. It's so intense, I've got a touch of vertigo. Crash? And that's is in the text. Bandicoot, yeah. Yeah, we'll just add a bandicoot there. <laughs> yeah? Can I? Would you? Dr. Neocortex shakes his head, and his rhythm with the um, Evolver Ray Ray falters. Ask me. Ask me. I'll say yes. Whatever it is, ask me. There's nothing wrong with this, but I find it unlikely that Crash Bandicoot would be so acquiescent to... Oh, I think it's beautiful. It's it's this shrew-like creature gaining super sentience for the first time. Oh, so this is before he becomes Crash Bandicoot. Oh, wow. This This is is the origin story. becoming Crash Bandicoot. And wow. he's saying, like, ask me because for the first time in my existence, I I'm can see of something answering. beyond being this. You guys, um, uh, bad pot. Really beautiful. Sex bugs, you've got to look up a picture of what a bandicoot looks like because they're, <laughs> they're not ready to be what ban- Crash Bandicoot It become. looks nothing like Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> the fire in his eyes that had guttered with the shake of his head seems to flicker and then relight. That is absolutely fine. And with a rock of my bandicoot hips to meet the press of his Volvo ray. His face is ablaze with it again. He wants me, and I'm just going to add, to become a super sentient bandicoot. <laughs> yeah. Turn over. Okay. I guess he wants to get the other side. Yeah, telling is also good. I'm going to get the other side of your bandicoot. Yeah. Somehow we, we need scramble. need to make sure your butt is super sentient, too. Until I'm on my stomach and raising my bandicoot butt up for him, and he's digging in the dra- drawer. I guess there are another revolver, right? Battery. Yeah, yeah, battery. Stupid crash. Not to have asked about protection. You got to protect yourself from the revolver, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But out of the two of us, who's not going to fuck without... Excuse me. Who's not going to evolve a bandicoot without protection every single goddamn time? Dr. Neocortex. And he doesn't. Um, should we just skip to the end of this? Yeah. So that what follows is um, just more shooting with the Evolvo Ray and like different A lot parts. of shooting and like... Just to make sure you get every part of the Bandicoot. And like Dr. Neocortex will like reach around and, and give... Like he'll shoot Crash Bandicoot's Evolvo yeah. Ray too. They're, shoot, they're both Oftentimes, shooting each other's Evolvo Rays constantly. Yeah. 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 Um, and then here's the final part of this passage. I don't want to stop. I want Jesus, Doctor Neo Cortex, just evolve me, please. I'm dying here. 
Evolve me, daddy. Evolve me, daddy. I've surprised the laugh out of him, and then it's my turn to be surprised when he digs his strong fingers into my, um... It weirdly says, um, butt handles. Butt handles. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and thrust forward so hard. I, f- I feel his balls knock against me. Hmm. We can't have balls. that. Does Are there balls in Crash Bandicoot? Apples. Like, apples. I feel that apples. You're not, you, you break crates to collect apples. I feel that apples shaken loose from a crate that restores my health back to full. Yeah. I think they're apples. Let me look. I'm still on the Bandipedia. Okay, I think it's apples. You think it's apples. Dear God, I'm going to oh, say it's not, something it's now. One, hey, bud. Yeah. It's not apples. It's wumpa fruit. Okay. So okay. don't you look foolish. All right. He digs his strong fingers into my, um, what do we say? Butt handles or butt ears? The ears of my butt. I think it's butt ears. Yeah. I don't um, know. It's not ears. It's, um. He's just trying to, you know, make the evolution be complete. It's some here. slang for ears that you came up with. Lugs. Lug, butt lugs. My butt lugs. And thrust forward so hard, it shakes loose some wampa fruit, which fall down and uh, restore me to full health. Yeah. I have, and I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need if you. You have to collect a hundred of them before you get an extra life. I need you at a hundred percent here right now because I'm gonna say something. You I'm got gonna, me, bud. You got me. I'm gonna throw something at you, and I need you to catch it and send it right back to me, clean. Yeah. You ready? I'm like a. I'm a batter, and I'm gonna okay. whale this one. Line this one's drive a fastball right towards the pitching mound, right down the middle. You ready? Yeah. I have died and gone to ass pounding heaven. Okay, that's. <laughs> I have died and gone to ass pounding heaven. Yeah, you've just repeated it. Is what's happened? <laughs> no, I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> God, I think I have, even Bowdler. I think even Bowdler would struggle with this one. <laughs> Yeah, Shakespeare was never throwing fastballs like that at Bowdler. <laughs> yeah, no idea what a fastball even was. <laughs> um, I have evolved, and yeah. does he turn into when he dies? When Crash Bandicoot dies, does he do that thing that they do in video games where he like turns into a little angel and floats away? That is exactly what he does. So that's what he's saying. I feel like I have died and turned into an angel and floated away, as happens in. Famously in the Crash Bandicoot game. Yeah. Perfect. I'm trying to find a GIF of it for you now. but I don't need to see it. It's an like audio medium. Yeah, you, pro- I have, you understand I, what it I, looks like. I was the one who came up with it. He gets, he gets a little harp and angel yeah. wings and he exactly. flies into heaven. So that's perfect. And then it's the final sentence of this and then we do have to go. And it's a pounding I get. Dr. Neo Cortex driving into me in a way that knocks the air from my lungs with each thrust. And that seems fine. Yeah, that is fine. This has been Two Prude Dudes, and we have to go. To go where? From this segment to the next one? Uh, home. Because we still haven't done to our, our wives. <gasps> We're going to do it Jack so fast. We have no time left. Burn. We have to do it so fast. Do your burn extremely fast. I can feel myself editing this episode and being annoyed. Sully? Ugh, Sully. Brett Sullivan is a perfectly respectable skier. He also is perfectly dull. No style, no flair, no oomph. The guy somehow manages to make hurtling down a mountain at 80 miles per hour look boring, which is a talent in itself, but not one I'd ever want. He's technically good, 
But God, is he ever the red delicious of downhill? Mealy and bland, and my burn is on apples. Okay, because those are fine apples. They're not mealy and bland, necessarily. I agree with Tamsin here. Okay, so you also- I'm a gala man. I'm a gala man. Okay. Um, I'd like to read my burn for you now. It goes like this. Every, it's um, it's uh, Dr. Neocortex talking about Crash Bandicoot. Everything mm-hmm. about him, except the way he makes his way through a course, makes me absolutely fucking crazy, including the way he's skulking around the locker room and dawdling. He was first into the showers, last out. Can the man not do anything quickly except ski? He's like an arthritic sloth that ate too many pot brownies. <laughs> It's just like your burn on slaws. A very evocative metaphor. (laughs) Um, We don't have time for loving the time of horses this week, but I think what we can take away from Tamsin is let's just make loving the times of horses a sports romance. Yeah, and it's all because it turns out you don't even need to do the sports until like eight tenths the last couple chapters, and then it like it actually doesn't matter who wins. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. We have to leave. We also have to go. Um, I would like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. I would like to thank the uh, sex bugs and the bed pots so very much for bearing with us. We're still kind of workshopping the names, so if you no, hate we're not. it. We're done. We're settled. <laughs> <laughs> if if you, you hate it, you have the other option. Yeah. <laughs> if you hate being called a sex bug, you can be a bed pot. If you hate being called a bed pot, you can be a sex That's bug. That's great. And that everyone with every there's two kinds of people. Yeah. Tag yourself. Please remember, you must subscribe to our Patreon. We're reading the Sweet Valley Twins books. I know it sounds different from what we're doing here, but it's the same Not. same jokes. <laughs> guarantee you, guarantee you, at some point in the near future, we will be on the Crash Bandicoot Wikipedia yeah. while discussing Sweet Valley Twins. <laughs> uh, it sounds it's inevitable. Fun. We sing the descriptions. We're having a lot of fun with them. We hope you'll join us. It's patreon.com slash podcast, and it's only $5 a month. Um, or $10 a month if you want to hear us talk about the fucking Babysitter's Club TV, TV show. Netflix show, which TV we're also doing novel. on our Patreon. Check out our Patreon. we got a lot of offerings out there. It's more podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I would like for you to please join our Facebook group. It's called Baby Nation. Everyone is nice and good in there, and everyone has a nice time. Uh, you can buy our merch at bit.ly slash merch, and you can, of course, rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. It helps us to move through the rankings if you go to bit.ly slash rattlesnakejake you can support our show throw us a few bucks just to keep us going help us cover costs we really appreciate everybody who has done it and I would like to uh, very specifically thank this week Catherine, Anna, Samantha Betsy, Sarah, Kat Corinne, Aaron Olivia and Kara Thank you so much for supporting us over yes, at bit.ly slash Rattlesnake Jake. It is Jake. so lovely of you to do that, and we genuinely appreciate it. All that remains is for me to say that this week we did read a novel. The novel that we read this week was called Seduction on the Slopes. Snow and Ice Games, book two by Tamsin Parker. Next week, we're going to be reading a little book called The King's Man by Elizabeth Kingston, and we're going to be reading it with... Cat Sebastian, the cat, the cat Sebastian. It. I don't know. You've been. You're the one who's been doing all the Twitter correspondence. Does but it's it not seem the like human Sebastian. I feel like if I were corresponding with human Sebastian, I would right recognize that. Yeah, 
So we don't. I guess we're going to find out in the moment. Yeah. Um, but tune in for that. Romance novelist Cat, Cat Sebastian. Sebastian has agreed to come and join us. I gave her an out. And she, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's do it. Super excited about that. What a very special guest. Please tune in for that. You haven't lived until you've heard romance novelist Cat Sebastian Baldurize a romance novel. <laughs> All that remains is for me to say that this week I have, of course, been a strange bedfellow, and that strange bedfellow's name is Jack. My name is Tanner. I'm the king. Sorry, my name is Tanner, king of king of uh, tired, and I'm the dark prince of tired. Traditionally, with these, uh, you read us out with the outro that you've picked out from the book. Yes, that you you yeah. committed to do, and I was like, why why would you do that? You'll never do it. You'll never remember to do it. You won't remember your cue. I don't Jack, know you I can have that. a yeah. reggae band in. I check my watch. I'm not wearing. And Jack rolls his eyes. 12 years. <laughs> anyway, my point is that you were like a goddamn wizard. <laughs> and my fingers practically itched with the need to touch you when you'd finished. Okay. I wanted to make sure you were real. And more than that, I wanted to take this raw lump of podcasting talent that's you and shape it i knew you could be better i just knew it have you ever seen an uncut diamond (laughs) and that's me folks the dark prince of tired the dark prince of tired i'm so tired good night we might be childhood friends and i might drive you around the bend but i'm sure it's crazy kid to work it out in the I don't want to say worried. Yeah. I don't want to say worried, but are you, (laughs) is there any part of you that thinks you may be raising a Sith Lord? Uh, You're definitely raising a Sith Lord. He exclusively likes bad guys. Yeah, he exclusively likes bad guys. Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, Jar Jar Binks. The only way I could get him to bed tonight in order to come and do this recording was I promised him that tomorrow we would go and try to turn all of his teachers to the dark side. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys really going to do that? Yeah, I'll give it a shot, man. Yeah. Be very.